Yo. Yo, dude. Okay. I don't even know how to do this anymore, bro. Uh, it's been so long. Yo, dude. Nate, what's up, man? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm not going to lie. Uh, we took two weeks off. And uh, for good reasons, I don't remember what the first week was. I know I was working. I think Nate was on vacation or something. Or maybe not, but it doesn't matter. We took two weeks off, which is a first. Uh, That's a first for the first of all podcasts. Um, So we're making history, you know, glass half full. Uh, But we appreciate you guys tuning in this week. After a two-week drought, uh, you're probably more excited to hear from us than you've ever been, which is really what our strategy was the whole time. Um, This is the first of all podcast. We do this every week. Um, which sounds like a lie now, but we typically do it every week, um, every Thursday. So um, we are going to go ahead and jump right into it. We got two weeks of stuff that's happened in our lives to talk about. So we're going to try to cram it all in. Uh, But again, thank you guys for joining. Uh, Let's get into it. All right. So what's up, guys? So McCarty was just saying... I was I was on vacation, and I, I think that's what it was, McCarty. I think I started vacation on that Wednesday night, technically, or Thursday morning. I don't remember what we ended up doing, but um, I left at 4 a.m., and then I was on vacation for about a week and a half. But I went down to Alabama. I was in Gulf Shores, um, which is an excellent place, by the way. And, and this time of year, if anybody knows what a snowbird is, McCarty, you know what a snowbird is? um a white bird nope nope no okay a snowbird is old people that go to warm weather in the winter i feel like that it just sounds insulting a little bit what old people are snowbird you just said old people like aggressively yeah like like emphasis on the old yeah millionaires maybe there could be millionaire snowbirds now okay now we're talking right so you i mean if you retired at like 20 i mean you could be a snowbird still but um it's just you know the average it's it's gonna be old people and my grandparents go down there and um i guess it's good for their bones to not be in cold weather all the time i don't know that's a myth myth for sure yeah you know doctors are just like you know maybe you should be in the warm weather i don't know anything about it but i guess if my bones were warm rather than cold like i'd feel better I think doctors just want them to get out of their office, so they just tell them that. That could be true. That's about like four or five months without them coming into their office getting naked. Sorry, yeah, this is child yeah. friendly. And just be, <laughs> just make them deal with some other doctor in Florida, and they're just like go. It's better for you to go down there. That's what they tell. I them. feel like I would much prefer my doctor in Florida anyway. They got to be more chill. Well, you know the the doctors in Florida. Uh, there's a Netflix documentary. They're not even all doctors. They're just you know they just put Dr. Period in front of their name, and people just go to them. Really? Yeah, it's actually only one case of that that I can think of, and it was the guy that was prescribing Alex Rodriguez steroids. But I have to assume that he's not the first to do it. So well, there's a lot of them. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to the topic to talk about, but this is kind of intriguing because I just kind of thought of this that. If you're in Alabama and you're a doctor and you have a, you have a practice, right? For like say Florida, Destin, Florida, you know whatever the the key places are during spring, spring break and all that and the snowbirds and whatnot. You never 
like probably have set clientele or i mean i'm sure you have some but i I bet you get an influx of a lot right what do you think yeah i mean i think the tattoo shops and the doctor's offices are probably like on a similar level in terms of like the consistency of their clients like they most people that come in there they've never seen and probably won't see again which may be kind of like the way to go if you're a doctor it's like oh that you know, that surgery or that diagnosis wasn't right. Probably not going to see them again. You know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do that, but at least that's your like fallback plan. And I also just thought of something and you're right in calling it. It's like a doctor practice. They practice doctory or whatever they call it, bro. Why is it called practice? I don't want no doctor practicing on me. I want them to do it right. Like I want them to be game time, not practice. Yeah. It's just like, they're, they're always practicing though. So maybe they're, Maybe they're really good. They're always improving. Yeah. yeah. Ever improving. You. Dude, your cat is going in. Is dude, my I cat yelling out there? <laughs> yeah, I can hear Man, it. Dude, it's the first time I've ever actually heard it. It's the first time I've I ever heard it. I probably should have told people because I'm in a different room today. Uh, my cat may just start going off. He doesn't like when I, he can't get to me. Um, he, had, he had a tough time. He's not in pain. He's not in pain. Just no, like he's got a weird that. meow. He he sounds like he's in pain. Um, but anyway, and another thing is, I went to a church down there with my grandparents because they just they insisted. Praise the Lord. Well, buddy. and yeah, and it was a good time. Like it was a great church, but you know, I, I they they really wanted us to go. They think we're sinners. No, I'm kidding. I love you, Grandma, and Grandpa. Uh, Where you are, right, sinner, right, so right, right. Whoa, 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 different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, but I went in this church, and it's just, I mean, it's full of old people. Snowbirds. Snow, and I'm pretty sure they were all snowbirds. But the weirdest thing was they said – this was my grandma and grandpa's last week. And the pastor was like, this is Jack and Rita's last week with us. And all the old people were like, <laughs> oh, you know, you could hear it in the room. And I'm like, this is the weirdest thing I have ever encountered, that they are here for four months out of the year every year. They go to this church for four months out of the year every year. These people know them, and they're just sad that they're leaving. And I'm like, that's it's just tough on everybody. Tough on the people in Michigan that you're leaving. Tough on the people here that you're leaving. It's got to break your heart a little, uh, you know, every time you leave. It's got to be worse for you. Well, it kind of reminds me of, um, like, when you're in middle school and you go to camp, and then you, like, other churches, maybe not even from, like, your city, are at camp, and then you have to say bye to them. Or, like, Young Life Camp, like, when we worked there. You like say bye to everybody. It's like super emotional. It's just adult, you know, summer camp is really like what it is. They go down there and sit on the beach and like play shuffleboard or whatever, you know, for hours. It's basically just summer camp and then they have to go home to reality, you know, when it warms up. That's true. And I've lost a lot of, I've had to say goodbye to a lot of great loves in my life after a camp. And that's tough. Yeah. The last time me and Nate were at a camp, it was like our junior year, I think in college and we were kind of like the only ones there we were definitely like the most well liked and i don't say that as like a weird flex it's just factual but we also were like the realest ones there and just told everybody like we're not going to get sad about this because we're not going to see you guys again so like it's been fun but you know it's over and we just moved on with our lives and and truthfully that was a good strategy it was a good strategy. They just didn't understand it yet. I think they probably get it a little bit more now uh, that they've been through they it. They definitely did not understand it. They were no, so mad. No, I remember I had a girl say, hey, we never really got to talk. This was the last day. She said, we never really got to talk. You know, we should talk before we leave. And I was like, no, it's probably best that we don't. And she was just so <laughs> confused. 
<laughs> he's like, we never got to talk. And he's like, why do you think that is? Yeah. You know, there's a reason for that. <laughs> okay. But here is what I want to get to. I'm sorry. We're eight minutes into the first to get to the first topic, but I've encountered. I, I'm not sorry. Okay. I'm not either. Cause this content was good. So just make sure we keep it. I, yeah. I encountered something in Alabama that I've never encountered before and it changed my life. And here's what I want to say about it. Okay. I hate shopping. And if you have to shop, I just don't like shopping. Okay, let's just leave it. It sounds there. like you're getting emotional about it. Well, let's spit it out. you know, and sometimes if you're going with people and they don't know what they want, like that's my least favorite. Um, like I, I know always know what I want when I go shopping, so I go straight in and I grab it and I come out. Like that's that's about the extent of my shopping. Some people just kind of want to, you know, stay in there and, and look around and, you know, maybe not actually buy anything. So. Outlet malls. I encountered an outlet mall, and uh, I'll never go back. I'll, like, I'll never – no, sorry. Let me rephrase that. I will <laughs> never go back to normal shopping. I will always go to outlet malls because they have the best deals. Uh, they're, like, most of the time you're kind of walking outdoors, you know, and I like that. That's really nice. Um, they have a lot of food shops, a lot of food, so you can feel good. Mm-hmm. You know, you're walking around, you're eating. And the deals, like, again, it's just – have you ever been to an outlet mall, McCarty? Well, I've been to an outlet mall. I don't know about an outlet mall, which I don't know why you say it like that. What are you saying? Uh, what are you saying? I, you put emphasis – you put emphasis on the wrong syllable, bro. You're saying outlet. Yeah, it's an outlet it's mall. outlet. No, you're, you're, you're saying let too much, bro. Outlet. I feel like say you're saying again. outlet. But I'm saying it fast. Like you have to say the it's word outlet, outlet fast. Nope. See, you did it again. It's sorry, guys. He's from Indiana, and just sometimes he doesn't know how to say stuff. Uh, yeah, I've been to plenty of outlet malls. I mean, I've been knowing about outlet malls for like my whole life. We used to go when I was growing up. They have one in um, in Nashville called Opry Mills, and uh, the unfortunate thing about Opry Mills is that it did get flooded. But then they built a new one, and it was super nice. But yes, it was an outlet mall and they always had the best deals. Granted, the things that you're getting at an outlet mall are on sale for a reason. Like that means that probably like most of the world doesn't like that stuff or they would have bought it already. But that's okay because there's plenty of options and you'll find something eventually, you know, that looks good or that's like cheap enough for you to justify. I would say the best part about outlet malls is the shoe stores because they always have like a Nike one or like Adidas or Reebok or whatever. And you'll never find cheaper shoes than when you go to like their outlet stores. So those, that's the best part. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned the outside um, the aspect of it. Cause you do have to kind of walk around outside. Although the one in Nashville is indoors, but most of them are outside, especially like near the beach or whatever. But dude, one time I went to one in New Jersey and it poured down rain the entire time. And I've never had a more miserable shopping experience in my life. It was just like a bunch of people in every store waiting by the door for the rain to stop. And it was just awful. So sometimes, you know, as I say, roses are red, violets are blue. It don't always be like that, but sometimes it do. And that day, it just was like that. So I, I, I agree that it's mostly a pleasant experience, but sometimes, you know, you get the shaft a little bit. We'll put that, um, we'll put that on the Facebook, uh, that quote from McCarty. Uh, and you can you can mm-hmm. use that if you want to. 
Um, but yeah, and, and this is something that I came up with. And if somebody takes it and runs with it, uh, just give me ten percent of whatever it is. Um, and I think some places have this, but I was thinking, especially with snowbirds, how cool would it be if there was just like a little place, little parking lot, or little vendor with like you know, if it's raining, they have covered, or if you're old, uh, you know, covered uh, golf carts. And you could just mm. ride around, you know, you pull up right in front of the store, go in and come back out, you know. I do know. Um, and I also have a good idea for Outlet Mall, so you can give me 10% too. But um, I think that having a uh, shopping bag valet would be a good idea. Ooh, I like that. Uh, I, yeah, where you like, you either have like a, an app that you download or like this generic number that you text and you tell them where your location is. And they come get your bags and take them to your cart. So you don't have to walk around with them. Yeah. You know, I like that. A lot. Or like, you don't have to like push a shopping cart the whole time. You just, you know, you pay some 16 year old to take your bags to your car. So, um, that's a good idea. I probably won't ever do anything. I definitely won't ever do anything with it, but, um, yeah, this podcast is just teaching you stuff about life and we just gave you two really good ideas. Yeah. And you may have never been to an outlet mall and I, I do encourage you to go, um, and just a, just a good example of it is a Reebok store that I went to. And Reebok, you can endorse us. Um, but we we went in there, and I was with my cousin, and I saw the shoes. And, you know, a shoe was, it was like 80 bucks, and um, No, it was like 120 or something. And it was like scratched off, and it said 80 And I was like, well, dang. I mean, that's like 40 bucks, But, you know, it's not the greatest in the world. And I started to walk out, and my cousin showed me a sign that said it was like take an extra 50% off everything like lowest ticketed price or something. And I was like, I'm never going to another store again. I mean, this is yeah, incredible. Dude. Sometimes they'll pay you. Like sometimes they'll pay you to walk around with their shoes. You, can, you know, like at yeah. outlet malls, they're really trying to get rid of it. Yeah. that You, you get such a deal that, that they ended up giving you money. Yeah. And you end up working there, you know, full time for like a couple of years. That'd be cool. I will say that uh, one thing that's going around that I don't want to make light of but there is a very specific part of this conversation that is funny uh, is the coronavirus. And like I said, like it is bad for sure. And uh, I don't want to get it. Uh, so if the coronavirus is listening, you know, like we're cool. I don't need you in my life. Um, but I will say a factual thing that has happened with the coronavirus is that the beer Corona has lost something like $120 million in sales this quarter. It's like their worst quarter of all time. And it's because people are associating the coronavirus with the beer Corona. And I don't drink beer, so I don't know if Corona is good or not. It doesn't matter. Their branding's pretty good. But I do know that the coronavirus has absolutely zero, nothing at all to do with the Corona beer. And I think Corona the beer should take it as a compliment that they've lost all these sales. Cause what they did was just expose how many stupid people there are in the world. And I think that they weeded out a demographic of stupid people that were their customers. And you should want that, you know, you should want your customers to be intelligent and be able to thrive in life. And people that associate Corona virus with Corona beer just don't deserve to even have the money to afford a Corona. So I actually am, I'm kudos to Corona. I know you're struggling sales wise, 
but you just showed how many ignorant people there are in the world. And I commend you for that. Yeah. And I, the funniest part about it is like, I honestly, hundred percent, honestly, I was having, I, we, we had Corona in our fridge and on our vacation and we were, we were having it while we read, like read the title of this article. It just never crossed my mind that anybody could think that the beer had anything to do with the virus, but it does go to show that literally just by a name of something and you know what the coronavirus carries like it it kind of amazes me like where did they come up with i'm sure it's scientific but that's just terrible for corona you know what i mean that was it said like something like 40 percent of their sales was it yeah and some i was talking to somebody about the same thing they're like i would sue corona you know like i or i would sue the guy sorry i would if i was corona i would sue the guy that named it that and what's even more morbid about that is that the guy that discovered it died from the coronavirus. So he can't really get sued anymore. Uh, I, I, I read that it's the origin is like uh, Corona. That word means crown in like old Latin or whatever, some language that no one speaks. And that is a description of like what the actual bacteria or disease looks like in your body. Like if you got on a microscope, it looks like a crown. So that's where it comes from. That's interesting. That all of it, all yes. of it is interesting, and yes, I hope, I hope the, whatever. I'm not gonna make myself sound stupid. Get better, people. Yeah, you're you're about to turn into one of those people that I was yeah. just making fun yeah. of. But without further ado, <laughs> I just wanted to use that transition because I wrote down further ado. We got to stop saying that, bro. <laughs> Do we say that? We got to stop saying. Well, not really, but if you go to like a theater show or something or like somebody's trying to be annoying and they say ado. First of all, how do you think you spell ado? A D O. No. It's I I think it's French, but it's A D I think it's A D I E U, I think. Adois. I could be wrong about that. Yeah, adois. Anyway, we got to stop saying it cuz one not our language. And two, we also don't even know what it means in that language. So we are just saying a word that means nothing. And I've talked about similar things like that before on this podcast. It will never cease to enrage me when we say things that mean nothing. And further ado, what is that? We don't even know what ado is. And I've never heard a French person, if that's even the language, come up to me and even explain it. Cause I don't think they know either. As a matter of fact, it's probably not even French. Somebody just made it up and now we just use it in all these formal scenarios. So I'm here on behalf of all things good and holy to tell you to stop saying it. Everybody, everybody has to stop. Why, why do we do that? Why do, why do we, how does a phrase become popular? And it, and it's, it's like 75% in English and 25% in, in another language. How do we do that? I don't know. I don't know, dude. I, it has something to do with like, well, the same people that think Corona beer and coronavirus are the same or are associated or the same people that are saying further ado. But anyway, the I know that our language, English, is like a mosh pit of like all, a bunch of different languages. There's like no real like true origin. It's just a bunch of them. So that's probably why. But I also think Americans are like so pretentious that they think they can just steal stuff from like every other language and culture, which is like already annoying. 
So it probably has something to do with that, but I'm not happy with it. Yeah, and I can see that. And I I think the most frustrating part of it is I'm sitting here trying to think, like, if we didn't use a do, what would we use? And at this point, no other word would sound as good as a do does. Like No, and I also, like, I can't think of a replacement at all. Like, like with, not even that sounds bad. Without further weight, like, without further, uh, you know, it just a, a do is like, oh, okay, you know, it's, it's about to happen. Well, they could just say, and now, you know, like, they, and now. They could. And then they do it. I, I think the ado is kind of a draw, you know, like, oh, we're, this is a nice, nice establishment. Yeah, I think people just think the French language is kind of sexy. sexy. I don't disagree with that. Yeah, I don't disagree with it. But I don't think we as non-French speakers should be making up words. I think, I, I haven't heard like too many languages, but I, I would say Spanish is pretty sexy. And then uh, French is, is really sexy. Um, I saw a infomercial. I think it was, yeah, it was an infomercial. It's tough for me to call infomercials what they are because like, we don't see them as much anymore. Our generation, for one, we were like cord cutters, so we don't even really watch cable where the um, infomercials are like housed. But anyway, they also just like don't do them. It's not like a super good marketing strategy anymore. Um, but I will say, I saw this infomercial the other day about it was like a a Swiss army knife type thing um, that had like a, it just had like a bunch of stuff in case you got stranded, you would like use all these things to survive. That's what it was. And it was like, including a Swiss army knife type thing. I don't know, like some plastic, some rope. It was like all this stuff. And I just lost it, just internally lost it. Because this thing wasn't small. It wasn't like the size of a backpack. It's probably like the size of like a fanny pack, I want to say. And, okay, that, whatever you're doing, that has to stop. Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> he just tried to take his headset off, and that was so loud. Uh, so this thing was like a fanny pack size. And I was like, okay, not small enough to keep in your pocket at all times, like a wallet. And too big to like carry around or like not attractive enough to like wear around if you're just in a social setting. So when would you ever even have this thing? But it's supposed to be for, if you get stranded, that's the kind of stuff that enrages me. You wouldn't have this at all times. So how can you have it when you get stranded? You can't plan for it. So you're not going to have it. That's the, I see that. I see stuff like that on the internet or like people selling these like fancy rafts or like blow up stuff. It's like, what, when are we going to have this thing where it would be useful in the one specific context that you'd actually need? Yeah, and I think, I think we're getting to a place where there are too many bulges. I don't know if that's a good word. Like we just – the wallet. Say you're taking a wallet. I know ladies have a purse, and you know, it's starting to make more and more sense to just have a bag full of everything. But you know, you got your wallet. You got this knife poking out, or the, you, know, you got it somewhere. The phones are getting bigger. Uh so you got a bigger, I hate saying bulge in your pants, but you got a bigger, <laughs> you know, you got a bigger thing. And then some people carry guns, you know, we don't need to get into that. But some people have guns and then that's sticking out. And we're just going to get to a point where we'll, we'll probably all end up with just a bag. A bodysuit that just has unlimited pockets. Yeah, it's not going to be attractive. No, it's not. But anyway, if you think that you need these like quote in case you get stranded items you are wrong because one you're not going to actually carry it around and two if you get stranded 
this little fanny pack or whatever is going to be sitting at home in your apartment in the middle of a city. So don't even buy it. Don't advertise it. Don't sell them. They're useless because they're not actually going to get used. I agree. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I don't know anything about that stuff. So, Yeah, Nate would, if he got stranded, like he would just, you know, he'd be over. I actually it. think if like I got quickly. stranded, I would, I would be able to do very well. I've read a lot of books, seen a lot of movies. Oh, my God. Nate, um, I'm not even, <laughs> I was about to end our friendship right there really? for a second. How many toppings? What's the most toppings you've had on one pizza? You uh, I'm I'm picky, you know that. Um, three that. meat, four meat, with the cheese. If you count, you think it. that's the most? No, I don't count cheese. I've okay. I've eaten a so pizza four that, like supreme. I've eaten that, um, but I, I want to count it. So yeah, four. All right, four seems like a lot. I probably had that too. I think let's say like let's see pepperoni sausage. Yeah, we've had it Bacon. together. We accidentally got ham one time. Oh, yeah, ham. You hate yeah. to see that. You man, hate really. to see that. Um, well, I saw this. I was at my favorite pizza buffet at home last week. And um, Snappy Tomato Pizza. Endorse Shout out. Endorse us if you'd like. Um, big fan. Been going there for years. But I will say uh, I saw that they had this deal on like maybe like Wednesdays or something where it said – you get a five topping pizza for like cheap. Uh, it was like $8, something like that. I'm like, who is ordering a five topping pizza? I couldn't even name five toppings that would be good together. So that's like a pretty easy marketing ploy for the pizza place to be like, here's this awesome deal. Look how good we are to our customers. Like no one's actually ordering that, especially on a Wednesday night. Who is ordering five toppings? That's basically like getting a salad and just putting it on a pizza. That's way too many toppings. Yeah, and I actually these people that you're describing, I actually I, I don't want to associate with. I as an Italian as an Italian young man, I hate to see people ruin pizza. And this the simple concept of pizza, and I know people argue this, argue it on the Facebook if you want, I don't care, is cheese, sauce, the the crust and maybe pepperoni you know you can add some things and there are there are different things you can do like three meat you know people can argue the same thing i think three meat's good but when you get when you start putting fruit on pizza it's a um what do you call it what's jumbo shrimp what do you call um oxymoron is that yeah it, it, opposite yes it's an ox it shouldn't go on there i i feel this way about mint chocolate chip ice cream as well um I don't think that's one of the worst things ever. In yeah, mint and chocolate chips shouldn't go together. You you should be eating chocolate and then have a mint afterwards, and that's how that <laughs> should go to clear your breath. And that's that's the only time they should be close. But yeah, you know, you put the pineapple on the pizza, and you're just ruining pizza. It's not pizza anymore. It's it's something else. It's a fruit salad. It's bro. a fruit that's salad. Yeah, it's disgusting. Is what it is. Well, the, I mean, one thing that we do have to talk about is that Nate's not Italian in the least bit. Um, his dad's adopted and that's whoa, not, there's no whoa, knock on that. Whoa. He, he just is. Okay. It's a fact. And it's like, they very comfortable relationship with all people in his family, but we don't know what Nate's ethnicity is and it's not Italian. So let's just establish that Nate can't even grow facial hair barely. So he's definitely not Italian. You know what? Stay tuned. We'll find out. We're going to do, uh, the swab. 
We're going to do this. Well, you're going to find out that your dad has coronavirus or something. That doesn't out. even make sense. <laughs> um, all right. Well, it's been a pleasure, as always. Uh, you know, this podcast is always a pleasure. pleasure. It's, been, it's been the audience pleasure. Yes. Excuse me. Well, it's also been a pleasure for me talking. Let's not, you know, let's not <laughs> yeah, hide from we, that. We know that. Yeah. So, um, sorry for taking two weeks off. It's Nate's fault. Uh, but we are here now and happy to be here, as always. Uh, again, this is the first of all podcasts. Um, I have like nine other topics written down, but, you know, we got next week. So, we'll, uh, we'll revisit some of them. Just stay tuned for our catch-up uh, after two weeks of not recording. But uh, we'll be here again next Thursday. Uh, like us on Facebook. Let us know what you think. Uh, it's the best way to stay in touch with the community. Uh, And we will see you guys again next week. Can't wait.